You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey guys, I'm Kaylee Shore, and this is Too Much To Say. Okay, you can always tell when I had a good weekend because my voice is even like raspier than usual. And um, hello. (laughs) So last weekend was my birthday um, on the 11th and I turned 27. And so 7-Eleven is my um, lucky number because I was born on 7-Eleven. I weighed 7-Eleven at 107 next door to a 7-Eleven. And, um, I obviously just feel like I was born with those lucky numbers. I see them all the time. Um, but my dad's, my dad and my sister's lucky number is 27 because like the address of almost every house we've ever lived at had that in it. My, all of their birthdays are on the 27th. It just pops up everywhere. And my dad told me he was 27 he told everybody he was 27 until about his like mid sixties. And I believed him till like way too old because I just like, and then I started to be like, you turned 27 last year. And like my dad had me in his mid forties. So like my math was really off, but so it feels like a double lucky, you know, day. I had so much fun. Um, but I realized something and it's that not everybody plans their own birthday. And, I love planning my own birthday party and I don't know why I didn't realize this. And I texted my friend Laura and I was like, Hey, do you know that we're like the only two people I know that like plan their own birthdays? And she's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, other people don't do that. And I throw my friends parties all the time and always have a really good time doing it. And nobody ever tries to throw me one. And it's not because they don't care. It's because they know better and they know how much joy I get out of planning a birthday party. And so last year, Sam, uh, my boyfriend, planned one for me and was like really dead set on doing it and his mom was like you should be really careful because like and it's not that I would have like thrown a fit if everything wasn't perfect it's just like I enjoy the process of making everything perfect and um but he did a great job last year and it was really fun and we had it outside in my um backyard because of COVID but this year I got to have like a full-on themed rager like I normally have the last big birthday party I had was sex in the city themed so like everybody went as like Carrie Bradshaw or Samantha or whatever and dressed like you know I wore like these like 
look, they were not Manolo Blahniks, but they looked like it and like a poofy skirt and had so much fun. I made a cake, um, which I'll get into later, but I'm like very big on making cakes and like I made a sex in the city themed cake and it was really fun. But so like last year I didn't get to have it like that. And then this year I was like, I'm going to go all out back on my bullshit. And Sam was like, yep, uh, that was probably the one birthday party I'll plan for you. And it was really fun. And I'm just going to let you get back to your, your thing. I'm like, thank you so much. But I love planning my own birthday party and like throwing it because it's not, um, it's, it's not so much that I like need everything to be perfect or I need attention or I like need everybody to be like, it's my birthday. It's like, it's my opportunity to throw a party and be able to have everything exactly the way I want it. I don't have to ask anybody else's opinion. It can be kind of fucking stupid or extra and no one can say anything because it's my birthday. And I always forget that presents are part of it. So when people show up with things, I'm like, what's that? And I'm like, oh my God, yeah, it's my birthday. Because I just think about it like as it's my party. And uh, so this year I wanted to do a theme. So I did 2000s and I kind of wanted to give my friends an existential crisis because, you know, 90s parties are super popular. Everybody always does that. And like, there's a lot of stuff I remember from the 90s, but I wasn't like, you know, outgoing. I was a child, you know? And so having a 2000s theme party was weird because it's like we were dressing as ourselves like 10, 15 years ago. And that was really trippy, but, um, it was really fun. I went as Paris Hilton on her 21st birthday. It's a very particular look. Um, highly recommend Googling it. Incredible dress, but her hair, I had bought like this short blonde wig to have the same hair that she did. And I was like, kind of hated it. And then I was like, okay, just because Paris Hilton had bad hair in 2002 doesn't mean I also have to. So I ended up buying, a diff- different wig that was like long and blonde and it was a lot more like what her hair looked like during the stars are blind era. Um, also can we just talk about Paris Hilton for a second? She is fucking incredible. Her humanitarian work is amazing. She has advocated so much for these kids that are victims of these like horrible, like disciplinary camps. Um, she went to one and was like severely abused and saw so much horrible stuff. And she's been like this, you know, um, megaphone for these kids stories who don't have the platform she does. And so she shared that she's advocated for Brittany. She helped Brittany through a really hard time. And, um, she's a DJ. Also that album that she made, it's really good. It is really good. Stars are blind is like a reggae smash and it's such a vibe. And like the lyrics, like, I'm sorry, even though the gods are crazy, even though the stars are blind, what it's okay Shakespeare like I don't know I just really love Paris Hilton so I digress I went as her for my birthday and um had the the big blonde hair and like this wig and it was really fun I had a blast but um my best friend Candy went as uh Daria from the MTV cartoon and then my friend Cora who you've heard on the podcast she went as J-Lo it was so funny because my boyfriend thought she was um Aaron Carter because she had like on like the, the bandana headband and like all white and she just lied and was like, yep. Yeah. I'm Aaron Carter. And so he like was talking about it to somebody else and they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? She's dressed as JLo. Like, <laughs> so that was really funny. And she even found like a, um, like a razor flip phone at the dollar store, like recently, like a bedazzled flip phone. And it was really funny. So it was a really fun theme. And like a lot of people went as emo kids. I kind of just want to have like a full on emo party at some point, I feel like that'd be really fun. But yeah, it was a really great, it was a really great theme. 
I had like a playlist of like all 2000s music, my personal, it kicked off with, um, he loves you not by dream total smash. Love that song. Incredibly underrated girl group from the 2000s. Um, there was lots of Lindsay Lohan's, um, again, another great album. Like the one, the first one was okay. The one that had rumors on it, I think it was called speak, but the second one was called a little more personal raw. And there's a song on there called I Live for the Day. And I love it so much. And I highly recommend you check it out. I know that my producer produced something on that um, album, but I don't think it was that song. Let's see. Which one did he produce? Oh, and then there's Confessions of a Broken Heart, Daughter to Father. It's so like, oh, it's about her relationship with her dad, which is really bad and super, super emotional. Okay, let's see. He produced the I Want You to Want Me cover. That's what he did. Okay, cool. Anyways, go check that out. Um, There's so much from that era that he did and so much music that I listened to as a kid that I just love. And um, he also produced the new Wallflowers album, um, which just came out and it's like really good. So go check that out. Um, Yeah, but I I love Lindsay Lohan and her shortly, short-lived music career. I saw that she put out a song like last year and I just saw this like, when I was making the playlist. So I need to go listen to that uh, TBD for my review of her 2020 single. But so anyways, the cake, the cake is the reason I throw the party. And, um, I have made several different cakes. I think the first big one I made was, Oh God, I made one for my manager and it was a key lime pie cake, which is like, I love key lime pie. I'm actually more of a key lime pie fan than I am cake. And I had that like every year growing up and he loves it too. So it was like this layered cake and it had, it had like the key lime pie filling, but it was just like a little bit thicker. So it wouldn't like run over the sides as the center. And it was three layers. And then, um, I put a layer of the, the filling around it and then I dusted it with, um, graham cracker crumbs. And then I wrapped it in a lime green fondant and then did, um, a little circle on top of the filling and then like some graham cracker sprinkles and then just some like, you know, random little like drizzles of, of lime green icing. And it was so fucking good. And I was like, holy shit, I love making cakes. And so then I made one for my birthday, um, for the sex in the city theme party. And it was three tiers and it was hot pink, had a big 25 at the top. And then I did a cutout in black fondant of the New York city skyline and like wrapped it around the cake. And it was like so fucking extra. And then I made a cake for, um, my boyfriend's sister's birthday and it was like a Frida Kahlo cake. So it had, it was like white, it was round and it had just the like silhouette, like of the eyebrows of, because you know, Frida Kahlo had like the big eyebrow and then it had a flower crown. So I like put these flowers into the cake and then for um, Sam's birthday last year, he loves Jack Daniels. He used to work as a tour guide there and he was turning 27. And so it's like old number seven. So me and his sister made this cake and it was a bottle of Jack Daniels. And I wrote like Sam Varga, old number 27. And it was really fun. And I like freehanded the letters because I was going to make them with fondant. And then it was just going really poorly. And it actually looked really good freehanding it. So, but for this year... Um, it was 2000 themed. And so I was like looking at all the different things I could do, like I could do MTV or I could make a CD or something like that. Um, and then I was like, okay, Lisa Frank and candy for my birthday, two birthdays ago had gotten me 
this Lisa Frank tarot deck. And the last card in the Major Arcana is called The World. And it had like the Lisa Frank logo on it and like all these like different things. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to make a Lisa Frank tarot card cake. And it was whiskey flavored. So it's just me as a fucking cake. And it took me a long time because I'm by no means fast at this, but I do think it came out really good. It's on my Instagram. I'm really proud of it. <laughs> and, um, I think that that's like a really good part of why I throw parties because I really like making cakes. So, um, they're, they're not easy and they're not cheap and like, honestly might be more cost effective to just pay somebody else to do it. But like, where's the fucking fun in that? You know? So I think there is a perfect birthday formula for throwing a party and, um, I'm going to share it with you. So house parties are fun. You, you save money. People can bring presents. You don't have to carry stuff around, right? You're like, you know, not spending $13 on every single cocktail you have. And, um, you can, you know, just kind of relax and you don't have to worry about other people. And like, you can hear people talk and it'll, you know, it's really nice. But the, the bad thing about house parties is like, when they go too late and you're tired and you want to go home and go to bed and you're at home, but you can't go to bed because people are still there. And it's like, you can't really tell them to like leave. And sometimes people get really drunk and then things start to get broken. And like, it just gets way messier as people, as the night goes on. Um, and then they like start breaking into your other alcohol that wasn't designated for the party. And it could be like really nice stuff. And then you're like, Oh shit, that was not supposed to happen. And so, to avoid all of that, this is what I do. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. I set like an invitation time of like 8 p.m. Anticipating people get there between like around nine and like my good friends usually will come a little bit earlier and like we're still setting up and you know it gives me time because I can like be making the cheese plate as people walk in 
And then, um, so people are usually there by nine. Then you have a plan to go out somewhere afterwards. So basically everyone's hanging out. You do the cake and you take a shot. And then that's like the signal that like it's done and everybody's going to the next place. So that usually happens about 1030. So it's like the party is a pregame, but then, you know, you get to leave the presents there. You can like change your shoes or whatever. Like, if, cause we went out dancing. Um, I didn't cause I was like, Paris wouldn't have done it. So I didn't, but, um, then you have somewhere else to go. And so I came back to my house and it like really wasn't that messy. And my friends wanted to stay out a little bit later, but I just got really tired cause I, I think I forgot to get drunk on my birthday. Um, because I was just like hosting, but it was really fun. Like it was, it was totally chill and honestly like way better that way. But I was just like kind of sleepy. And so I came home at like one, I think I'm like, I was kind of sleepy. It's like 1am. Yeah. Okay. Um, of course I was. And it wasn't that messy and like all my stuff was there. And then I like opened my presents just with me and Sam and had a lovely night, watched Brooklyn nine, nine played solitaire, went to bed. It was great. And, um, that's the way to do it. You just, you just have to have somewhere else to go and you will spare yourself so much like trouble because the house parties really are fun. And I only, I don't even think I paid for it, but like I only had like two drinks purchased for me. So like there were only two drinks bought because everything else was back at the house and it's just so cost effective. Also, I get the BYOB thing, but like if it's your birthday, have like a signature cocktail. I made this like blueberry vodka lemonade thing and then I had like some Sam was making old fashions and that's all we dipped into. And like, I don't know, we probably spent like 40 or $50 on alcohol and like snacks and stuff, maybe more on snacks. Yeah, probably $50 on alcohol and like $50 on like snacks and stuff. But like everybody bought, brought a bottle of something and like as a gift or like something else. And I'm like, the least I can do is make you this like blackberry lemonade punch thing, whatever. It was really good. Um, like I feel like BYOB is like a little bit cheap when everybody's bringing you presents. And I know that's a hot take, but like go buy some fucking white cloth, buy the cheapest vodka you can go buy Smirnoff and like make a just drink. And it just doesn't matter because people will drink it because it's free and they'll be very happy. And also, yeah, it's just, I'm, I'm a big fan of that. So you don't have to have like a massive bar with like a bunch of different things and let people like break into all your good stuff, but just like have a bottle of Tito's out and be like here. And then like a couple different sodas. That's, um, that's a strong opinion I have. And I, um, yeah, I feel very strongly about that. So another thing about my birthday, aside from parties and cakes and like all that fun stuff that I really care about is like setting intentions. So that the party was on Saturday and my actual birthday was on Sunday. So I woke up early and, um, did some meditating and like talked about, you know, the night before and like how I was feeling going into this year. And I think a a revelation I had about birthdays is like, I don't, I kind of hate when people make their birthdays like the end of the fucking world. And it's like, every, like you have to do like this big thing and they'll be really disappointed if you can't make it and you have something else going on or whatever. Like, I understand that there are a day that people feel special, but it's also like every fucking person has a birthday and they have one every fucking year. And like, I had this friend get really mad one time because she had invited like 10 people to go on this, um, to do this like weekend in like cabin weekend with her. And like, I couldn't take off 
like I couldn't take that much time off from, from working. And I had shows that weekend and, um, I needed the money from the shows and the cabin was going to cost like, it was going to cost so much money. It was like, I think, um, for me and Sam was going to be like $600 and then you have to buy a present. And like the plan ended up falling apart because nobody could fucking afford that. And this was like peak COVID. Like we'd all like had the antibodies and stuff. So it was going to be like, you know, a smallish group, but, um, nobody had money, you know, and it, it just sucked. And like, I would so much rather spend that on a present than like paying just for myself to go to the cabin. Cause then that doesn't really count as a present, but you spent like $600 and you're like, what the fuck? So, and, and she like was really, really, really upset and it sucked because it made all of us feel really guilty, but like, what the fuck? You know, like you can't expect people to do that. And I was just kind of like at my wits end about it. Cause I was like, okay, like you're going to have another one and everybody has one. And I just like, it just sucked. And so I try to not do that to people. Um, because truthfully, like birthdays, the, the only people who are supposed to like drop everything and like focus on it are like your parents and like your boyfriend, girlfriend, or like your best friends. Like it's, it's the people closest to you because it's a really great opportunity for them to tell you how much they love you and to make you feel special. But outside of that, like you don't need the earth to stop turning because I'm turning 27. You know what I mean? Like I don't care that much about it, but that being said, you know, my close friends made me feel really special, but having a bigger birthday, it was so nice to see how many people like in my extended friend group showed up for me and like had a good time and like got me really sweet presents or just like stayed out the whole time. Like, and that's also like a really nice gesture too, is like signing up for the fucking birthday party night and staying the whole time because I don't expect anybody to do any of those things except like Sam (laughs) and candy. And, um, it just makes it that much more special, but like, I'd never expect that of people. It's just a really nice surprise. So I hate like birthday princesses, even though I take my birthday like very seriously, I don't care. Like if somebody can't come because I have something else going on. Okay, cool. Um, I'm going to have one in 365 days. So see you then. Um, so that was kind of my big thought when I was meditating the morning after my birthday and I was just like, this is really nice. And, um, I also wrote down some things that I wanted to keep in mind for this year and they're kind of, I was going to set some goals, but I feel like I'm just setting goals all the time. And like, I have the things I want to do in the next year. Like I really want to, um, open up a tour and maybe do my own headlining one. Um, I really want to play SNL. That's like, I mean, I talk about that all the time. That's like the number one thing I want to do. I want to walk a red carpet again. And those will, you know, SNL is a little bit lofty, but like all those other ones will like happen, you know? Um, so I was like, I'm going to focus on making myself a better person and set the career goals and at another time because the, you know what I mean? Like the, those aren't going anywhere, but like the better, the more better of a person I am. Okay, cool. Let's work on grammar too. But like the more I grow as a person, the more I'm going to grow as an artist, the more I'm going to grow as a friend, et cetera, et cetera. So I was like, let's start at the root and then let everything else fall into place. So this is what I wrote down. Um, I said this year I will choose to be happy versus right. Focus on my career, have good time management, stay organized, have gratitude, make time for yoga and meditation have better posture, (laughs) make the people around me feel loved and adapt to inconveniences. Oops. (laughs) And, um, 
yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of really working on that last one. Um, and then I said, I won't get angry about the past, expect immediate justice for shitty people. <laughs> LOL. Um, give in to bad moods, be lazy, not believe in myself, feel uninspired and like give in to it, like feeling uninspired and then just being apathetic about it, being like, Oh, I'm uninspired. I can't make art or I can't make content or whatever. So, um, yeah. And I feel pretty good about those things. I think I can do them. Um, I had a, my therapist tell me the choosing to be happy versus right thing. And that's really helped because I think the immediate justice thing is also something I really need to focus on. It's like when somebody does something hurtful, not even necessarily to me, but when I see them do it to other people or like do something shitty, I'm like, want them to like not even pay for it. Cause it's not so much of a revenge thing, but just like see that they fucked up and like have to pay some, like see some sort of consequence. Cause that's so frustrating when somebody does something awful to somebody and then like they get to just go on living their lives while the other person is screwed. And you see that all the time. Um, but it's just not my job to teach people lessons. And the truth is being shitty will always catch up with you. Um, on the occasions that I've been shitty, it's absolutely caught up with me and, um, it'll all sort itself out, but you have to have patience with that. And it's the same thing with like people, you know, leaving your life and coming back. Like they usually will, like in my experience, um, even, and it's kind of too late sometimes. Like there's a, the story that Taylor Swift shares about drew from, um, teardrops on my guitar and how he came back like years later. And she was like, he was in like in her driveway at her parents' house in Hendersonville, Tennessee. And I think this was like around like fearless era. So she was like the biggest thing in the fucking world. And he was like, I want you back. And she was like, this would have been so cute. Like three years ago, but like, I don't think this is it now. And it's also like he came back after she was famous, which like Drew, come on, you know? Um, but it's kind of like, I've also seen that, but that still is kind of fulfilling in a way. Like I had this guy from high school that like broke my heart, like come back and be like, you know, you were the last time I felt anything. And like, I felt like we always had this connection and like, you always brought out this really creative side of me. And I was like, okay, but like that was like 10 years ago. So like maybe not, but thank you because inside of me, like 15 year old Kaylee is really, really happy that this is how it worked out. Um, and that was a great lesson. And the fact that like, you might get that, it'll probably be too late, but it's, it's a nice, um, it's a nice little ribbon to tie up a whole situation. And so I was just like, go home. You're drunk. Thank you so much. Um, good night. (laughs) So anyways, I'm really excited, um, to walk into this year. I think that, you know, your trips around the sun are an important marker and where we're going. And, um, I definitely get really into the astrology stuff this time of year. Um, cancer season just doesn't have the same ring as Pisces or Aquarius. Like, oh my god it's leo season like cancer season oh god you know it's just like not it's the one shitty name for an astrological sign like there's nothing problematic about any of the other ones like capricorn it's fine cancer what the fuck and what what does a crab have to do with can like how did the word come to mean two different things because you know, I'm always fascinated with language and like prefixes and suffixes. And, um, you know, when you see a word, it usually has like a family of words that mean similar things. And so I'm just like, how did cancer become that? Like, what does it have to do 
what does the disease have to do with crabs? You know, anyways, nobody (laughs) too much to say. This is why I'm going to cut this episode off because I feel like I could talk about random shit all day. Um, but you guys are so amazing. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for the love on love child. Holy shit. Um, you guys are great. I feel so happy about that song. And, um, I got to play song suffragettes this week and like see people and like play it and like have a captive audience. And I just fucking miss that. Um, but stay tuned cause I'm going to be announcing a bunch of shows around the Nashville area, uh, to promote the EP, which is coming out. It's called, I got here by accident because I did. And, um, yeah, I'll, I'll do a whole episode about that, but thank you guys so much for tuning in. You guys are amazing. Thank you for all the happy birthday wishes. I'm Kaylee short and this is too much to say. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.